Hi, welcome back to another Res Life radio slash podcast episode. Um, I'm Frankie and I'm joined again with some special guests, um, Anna and Radu. You want to say hello? Hello. Hi everyone and thank you for joining us. Okay, do we want to go through your names, where you're from, your course, and then say your two truths, one lie? Yeah, I mean, where I was from was actually my truth, so I'm going to get rid of that and change oh. that. Cause okay, <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll forget about this. To be fair, if they're loyal um, viewers, they would have already known who both of you are, where you're from, what wow, course you do, yeah. um, and all that jazz. So we'll just go straight in. Two truths, one lie. Anna, go. Oh, okay, so I can keep mine. Okay, well, I just told you. <laughs> all right, okay. My first one is, I have a brother who's 22. Uh, my dog had an operation the other day. And I'm from Buckinghamshire. No, I just... <laughs> I just told you two lies. <laughs> I was literally about to say that. <laughs> wow. So okay, well, it's two lies and one truth now. Radu, I, I know what the answers are. You can pick the truth out of those three statements. My last one is that I dance. There you go, two truths and a lie. Okay, I know um, the answer to that, that, all of those. So, Radu, you can pick this one. Uh, I'm going to say that the fact that your dog had a surgery the other day is the lie. Okay. Unfortunately, that's incorrect, Radu, I'm afraid. Yeah, bless Poor, oh. poor Alfie oh, did bad. have a surgery. Um, oh, gosh, that's really bad. Your lie I'm so sorry. is, your lie that's is, that you, but technically it's a half a lie, because you do have a brother, but he's not 22. Yeah, see, that's how boring I am, is what I can think of. <laughs> he's 24? Yeah, yeah I didn't oh. think you'd know that, to be honest, but then the other we two... We spoke about it literally the other day. So. Okay. We spoke about him and his All right, age. then, well, moving swiftly on to somebody else. <laughs> Where do you, do you want to go next? Yeah, uh, yeah, I have some technical issues going on, so then do you want to go first? Okay. The next. Um, so my two truths, one lie is I have a Christmas snow globe on my desk, I have a giraffe plant on my desk, and I have a bottle of water on my desk. <laughs> the first one is a lie. Definitely the first one is a lie. So you're saying my Christmas snow globe's a lie. Okay. Yes. Uh, well, did I know? Look at that past you having a Christmas <laughs> snow globe out of this. And Frank, Frankie drinks. I definitely. Frankie drinks her water out of cans. Not so, bottles. so what's my what's my what's I the lie? Say the bottle of water one's a lie. I have to admit, one outlet. of you is correct. So. Oh, oh wow! Is I mean, to be honest, I, I knew about giraffe the giraffe. Plant. That's, that's the truth. Yeah. I, I knew that. I knew that. The other truth is, Drum roll, I do have a Christmas snow globe. Yeah. And the reason why oh, wow. my bottle of water, the reason why my bottle of water is a lie, is because I do have a can of water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to be honest and say that does not look like a can of water. <laughs> it is. Wait, look. Natural spring water. 
Oh well, I've never seen I've never seen water in that <laughs> kind of they're, packaging. They're better for um, recycling than bottles. Well, that's my Christmas oh. Moglo. I get one every year. That says the year. So when it came out the well, other, you don't the other day. This year, though, do you? Well, uh, it'd be a bit weird <laughs> if I had 2006 to 2019 and then 2021. So true, true. I had to. That's my giraffe plant pot. So. I saw that the last time, so I got used to that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Radu, what's your two truths one way? Yeah. So then, um, okay. So I was a head boy back in college. Um, I killed my pet fish when I was 10. <laughs> and um, right now I'm having a lamp, the lamp turned on. Okay, well, I think I remember you saying that you were head boy in college. Yeah. So I, I think, think I that's the that. truth. I feel like I would see a glow from a lamp as well. But then also, admitting that you murdered your pet fish is a bit extreme. No, but was it uh, was it intentional or unintentional? If it's I'm not gonna complete. I'm, com I'm not oh, gonna exactly. complete on that. Complete on that. So then I'm gonna let that be your. That smile kind of kind of makes me think it was intentional in a way. Come well, on, and we do more. We people can't this. actually see me. They will just like yeah. hear my voice. But then you guys can only imagine the, the face I'm, I'm making right now. I'm going to say the lamp is actually turned off. Yeah, I agree. Right, because I think you, I think you have the big light on. That's yeah. true. That's true. You're both correct. My lamp yeah. is turned off. Wait, why did I you kill your pet fish? It was not intentional, obviously, because <laughs> I'm, I'm not like. <laughs> A murderer um, <laughs> and I don't have any like psychological problems as well so it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't intentional now when I changed the water um, because I really wanted the fish my parents when they got me one they said you're in charge of cleaning the aquarium every uh, once in a week uh, so then when I changed the water in the aquarium I just dropped the fish on the floor and I started screaming and I said please come back because it was dying, I could see literally dying. Did you not give him out? So I was like around ten. No, no, like I mean, because I dropped it on the floor and I was really afraid to touch it. So then I just screamed and hopefully I don't know. I don't know what is <laughs> what was in my mind. I just assumed that it's gonna jump back in the glass of water. Uh, but then yeah, it was around. It was about like three minutes and then it just like stopped moving and Why did you yeah, just I just it left up? it. I just left it because I was really afraid of touching it. And then uh, I just left it on the floor, and my, my mom came back as I was home alone. My mom came back, and she saw the dead fish on the floor, <laughs> and I was just like playing on my. I was I was playing on my computer. So then oh, I was casually playing on fish. my computer, <laughs> letting the fish down there. And then my mom, can you only imagine how creeped out my mom was? Um, but then yeah, it was not intentional, but it happened, and that's how I have a great story to tell. Oh. <laughs> well, at least we at least we didn't think it was an intentional murder, even though I kind of thought it was. <laughs> but, oh well. Yeah. Um, Anna, I believe you have some sort of introduction of res life for us. Uh, yes, thank you too. <laughs> okay. So for those of you that don't know what res life is, which I'm sure you probably do by now, but. Frankie insists on me telling <laughs> telling us again, but Sorry. it's a free twenty four seven confidential um, welfare uh, support based in Bateson Halls, 
Um, we provide support for all first years, both in halls and private housing. That includes Unite and Catherine House as well. Um, we hold uh, something called a triage uh, in your halls, which will be at least once a week, which is basically where you can just come up to us and ask us any questions that you might have or any concerns that you might have. Um, and we also do online events uh, all throughout the week as well. Um, the Res Life team are available to you throughout the day, um, as well as obviously the events and the triage, which is hosted by RLAs who are actually students as well. And also, well, I don't think this is very, like, it's not that relevant anymore because the uh, events aren't in person, but they are non-alcoholic, so that's not, that shouldn't be a concern of anyone's as well. <laughs> We don't know what we have behind the cameras. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do what you will. I do what you will. This actually events. isn't water. <laughs> Games nights can get pretty crazy. <laughs> My bet. <laughs> um. So, yeah, um, if anyone do- does want to contact us, um, you can email us at reslife at port.ac.uk, or you can find us on Instagram at uop reslife and. UOP Res Life on Facebook as well. Um, and today's topic is tips from for learning from home. Seeing as this, you've already had one week and some people might be like, oh God, how am I going to do this? So we're here to help you out, I guess. Um, so let's go on to what's, what is happening this week. Uh, Radu, do you want to go through Monday? Yes, of course. So then, as you guys are familiar with, we are introducing the the well the programs that are going on every every time in the in the hall. So then on Monday we have exchange talks, which is going to take place online. It's in all of the halls, and then in Margaret Rule and Georgia House we have Art Night, which is also online following social distancing rules, and then in Reese and Bateson. Uh, accommodation as well as Harry Law, we have triage. Um, on Wednesday, in Bateson and Harry Law, we have an event called Share Your Pats, which is going to take place online. Uh, and in all the halls, there's a self care evening, which is also going to be online. Um, in Reese, we have on Wednesday, we have uh, triage, which is going to be face to face and then in Trafalgar because of the lack of space there will be the triage will be done online on Friday we have triage in Catherine house over our Instagram account rest life ULP and then in Margaret rule and Georgia house the triage uh, will be over Facebook um, and in Trafalgar there will be film night which is going to take place online Anna, do you want to go okay, back so to Tuesday? I'm taking, it, I'm taking it back a couple of days to Tuesday. Um, <laughs> God, I'm so sorry. I didn't realise that. I am so sorry for that. I am so sorry. I actually it's forgot. Fine. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. We're just going to rewind a bit and go back in the, go back in the past. Yeah, absolutely. So, on Tuesday in... Uh, well, it's not for resource is an online games night, um, and there will be a online house cooking 
uh, hosted by Greetham RLAs, and then there will be uh, in-person triage in Margaret Rule and Chaucer, and also Rosalind Franklin. Um, skip a day to Thursday now. Um, we have the, our triage in Bateson and Harry Law, uh, as well as Greetham. Um, Catherine House have a Ready Steady Cook event online, and Rosalind Franklin are also doing an open discussion online. Um, so yeah, if you did want to um, join any of the online events or just confused on which day's doing what because of our mumble jumbled um, timetable just then, um, you can add reslife at port.ac.uk to um, Google Calendar uh, where you will find the Google Meet links and just all the events available. Um, so moving swiftly on. Uh, we will now be talking about like our experiences of the last week of back in March when we first went into lockdown and all of our lessons got moved online. Um, so how was your first week of lecture slash seminars last week? Anna, do you want to go first? Yeah, okay. Um, it was actually quite a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Like, I feel like we've just been thrown, dropped into the deep end. And they kind of like, not not that it's any been any different like any other year, but when you haven't really done any kind of substantial work for however long, it's quite a shock to the system to actually have to prepare work for seminars and listen to lectures and yeah. things like that. It's actually probably harder than I remember first weeks being put yeah yeah i completely agree with that but it also didn't feel any different being in the seminars like the only difference was that everyone was wearing a face coverings like i still yeah. didn't really know anyone in my seminars and i still sat on my own like i normally would in seminars yeah. so but the only difference was that i had a face mask on so for two yeah. hours straight um but I, I find it harder to wear a face mask when you're moving around because obviously you're breathing more. But once you sit down and, like, caught your breath, I guess, um, yeah. it's completely normal. Um, the only other thing that I found a bit weird was, like, the whole one-way system. Cause, yeah. like, yes, that is very weird. Like, my, my, lesson, pain, isn't yeah, it? my lesson last Tuesday was um, so down a corridor that way, but I then had to go down the opposite corridor, up the stairs, across, down the stairs to get into my corridor, but just because of this whole one-way system. And I was like, wow, good job I, I arrived early. Because <laughs> yeah. it was such a pain. Like, I, I mean, imagine, imagine, the, imagine the pain and the work they must have done to make to put this system into place. Yeah, I mean, 100%. just think about the whole corridors and rooms and how everyone would go in what direction. I mean, it's really, really... Um, it's really complicated, to be honest. Which, personally, if, if I would have thought of this system and worked for the university, uh, I couldn't have come with this system. So yeah. then, I'm quite like, I'm quite, I, I appreciate their work, but then I don't know how effective that is, personally. Yeah. But then it's still important that we keep the face masks on, and also that if we have, like, a disposable face mask, we just throw away the mask at the end, because um, that's the only way we can keep safe. By throwing away, you have to take off the um, 
things that loop around your yeah. ears as Loops. well. Loops, yeah. Because um, that yeah. can affect, like, I don't know, animals. It gets stuck in them, so. Um, another thing that, I haven't been there personally, but I've, I've had, um, when you go to the library, you know how there was such a lack of computers last year? When at like busy times, there's even less computers this year because it's like every other computer is you're allowed to sit at. So, yes, I saw that going on. Yes, but then also, uh, well, I, for, for, I don't think that would be a problem this year because I went to the library almost every day last week because of the Wi Fi, which is mm -hmm. really, really good. Um, so then I worked in the library almost like four hours a day. And there were a lot of computers available. Of course, I came at around like 9 a.m. Yeah. And then, uh, but still at around like 2 p.m., even in the evening, around 7, 6, 7 p.m., uh, there were a lot of computers available. But obviously, um, don't because forget I that's only the first people, week as well. Uh, sorry, go on. Don't forget that's only the first week as well. Once deadlines start coming up, yeah. like me and Anna um, would used to go to the library all the time when there's deadlines. And... The amount of times we struggled to find like a computer yeah. or even just a space for me and her to sit with our laptops it, it'd be such a pain because everyone likes to use the library when deadlines are happening so i think that's going to be a problem uh, well, come late november january time when everyone's got deadlines and revision for maybe online exams or whatever Fortunately, um, fortunately, they they found a solution to this problem because you can access your uh, your university PC using mm -hmm. your own computer. So then you can log in the Windows from home, uh, and then in case you can still use your computer, but then you just like using the desktop you have at the university. But of course, if you on like a bigger display mm -hmm. such as the, the library PCs, then yeah, that should be that could be a problem there. Also, another problem I noticed is that you can't sit in groups. So then you can only sit individually in library now. So then you can't have a study group. Yeah. Even though I'm really, I'm, I'm finding this really difficult because, for example, I have a group project. Uh, well, we have to make a report that we have to, the deadline is like in December, so it's really soon. And then we have to work in groups. And it's really difficult for us to get together in one place and work. So then we have to go over Zoom one of my uh, teammates doesn't have a very good and stable Wi-Fi, so then it always stops buffering. Uh, so then it's really difficult to work, especially the university does not really offer the possibility of yeah. uh, working in group here. And it's like, I know some people prefer to do work in the library than at home simply because of distractions. Like, I'm one of these people that, even when I'm in the library, I get distracted very easily, and and I would know. But um, but when when I'm on my own in the library and I'm focused, I can bash out words like there's no tomorrow. Like um, but if I'm doing it at home, I either have to be literally at my desk, nothing in front of me, um, music on, so I can't hear anyone. Like it's, I know, I know some people just find it hard doing work at home, and they like to keep their uni life and their home separate if that makes sense so yeah that makes hopefully, sense yeah. hopefully there's some sort of solution where they open more like labs like computer labs like there's one massive one in portland and it was it was completely empty the other day so and because it, it was all everything was switched off so hopefully they start opening like other computer labs up as well 
I know in Poland they have, they still have the PCs. Well, there's not really a lab, but then they have the social uh, spaces that yeah, I think, I think the what, computers yeah. are still in place. So then, yeah. Um, anything else about last week's lectures? Did you enjoy them? Well, what's your, what's your, have... what's your timetable like? We'll move on to the next one in a bit. Just be like, what's what's your timetable like? Like, is it all online? Is it half online, half in person? Well, for me, I would say that it's like around seventy percent is online, and the the, the remaining thirty percent would be face to face. I mean, the face-to-face sessions are just like drop-in sessions, which are optional, even though attendance is still being monitored. Um, so then, for example, all of my live lectures, which are online, they are at 9 a.m., so then I have to wake up around like 8-ish a.m. Uh, just to get ready for it. And also because when I'm online, personally, I like to turn on my camera, turn on my mic, and just like be there, not just stay in bed and listen to what the the professor is saying um so then personally for me the timetable last week was really uh kind of it was well structured let's say so then i had time to uh make the best out of a day mm-hmm. um and then also the i have like every week my department organizes research seminars which are optional but then uh, it's really there's some really interesting stuff being uh, spoken there um, and then also in terms of lab sessions, that's one thing I'm uh, I'm kind of uh, excited about is that in November I'm going to have lab sessions and these are not going to take place in a lab, mm. but then we'll just go in a classroom and then there will be a person recording live what's happening in the lab, mm. so, but we're in the classroom. So then it's really confusing when I first, uh, when I first heard of it. But then it's a, it, we have to adapt. We have to adapt, uh, to improvise and adapt to the new and current situation. Yeah. So then, yeah. Anna, how's your timetable been? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's quite sparse. I mean, you didn't a even have all of yours until when last yeah. Friday or something. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a lot more days off than I think I've ever had before. Same. <laughs> but then they're not really like days off. Yeah, me too, to be honest. We've got all the lectures. But what I find odd yeah. about Oz, Frankie, is that they're not live. They're mm. like pre-recorded. So I think everyone else has kind of got live yeah. lectures where you could put a question in like the little chat Section, feature yeah. thing. Or, do you know what I mean? I mean, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a lover of a breakout room. But I do think that there is some like they 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 are you know they are quite good in terms of actually being able to ask questions that you yeah. need to. But I just find it odd that they're that, that that they're pre-recorded and not live. I guess it means you can listen to it whenever it's convenient yeah. for you. But yeah, I don't know anyone else that's got them like that. They all seem to be live. Yeah. Well, for me, this side of Christmas is very, very um, bare, oh, yeah. let's just say, um, because they moved one of my TB1 modules to TB2, so I've only got one module, and me and Anna do like a legal clinic rather than a dissertation, so I've literally only got those two lessons and then one lecture that I can listen to whenever I want, so um, it's just finding like the motivation yeah. to do this lecture like listen to it and make notes and and finding a time when you're not like busy with your own 
work like me with res life and um busy with housemates and stuff so but i think you've just got to prioritize obviously your uni work over your social life i guess um yeah anything else about your timetables Well, I would say that uh, I, I know that a lot of students have the problem that, uh, well, a lot of new students especially, they haven't got the timetables and apparently they're not registered with the course. And then for those students who are listening to us, I would advise them to check my board and also send out an email uh, to whatever department you are in. All of this information, all your tutor if you know him or her, because I know a lot of new students have no idea who the tutor are they have no idea what groups they're in. They have no idea if they are being even uh, registered, even though they got the acceptance letter and um, the exchange letter, because we have a lot of exchange students as well. So then all of that, because they told me, I know that they are registered on Student View and my board. So then they should have access to all of this information. Um, but then the timetable this year, I find it really uh, well, it was at the start. It can be really difficult to adapt to, but then eventually we are gonna get there because uh, it, it's just like it turns out in a, in a lifestyle that we're having as students. Of course, none of us expected this, but then mm. it's our it's our responsibility to to adapt, as I said. Yeah. Um, how was finishing your year during lockdown back in March? Like how? How was it back in when we first got that that le- email to say uni is cancelled um, for until further notice kind of thing? <laughs> like how how did you find doing your courseworks or your online like lessons or whatever? I'm gonna let Anna answer this. Okay, I think like I found it relatively like okay i think like you said to me that you did better in your i've done i I did the best yeah at home i did the best that i've like ever done my whole two and a bit years like during lockdown i don't know what it was i don't know whether it was being at home or to be fair i was the same i did a i got a much higher grade in my online or at my at home essays than i did yeah at the ones in the uni i think we were but i didn't find motivate i couldn't find motivation to do it at all no it was hard i, I think was we were literally quite lucky. It off as much as i possibly could yeah we were lucky in the sense that we had pretty much covered most of the material we needed for our coursework so then yeah. any kind of lectures after that were just sort of kind of supplementary and they weren't just they, you information yeah. that you might find I mean, sounds, interesting yeah. rather than handy. It sounds bad to say like that it wasn't essential because it obviously is if you want to pursue a career in that yeah. area. But in terms of our coursework, we had all the information we needed pretty much around the time that the kind of lockdown was announced. So we were quite lucky in that sense. I feel like if you were still learning kind of material that you needed to use you would struggle i guess a bit more because you can't ask you can't just pop in and see someone and ask questions or whatever yeah but yeah luckily it was it was actually okay i think Mm. yeah i agree 
Um, I do. How did you find it? Because obviously yours was, like you said, you have labs and stuff. Yeah, I mean, when I first got an email, the email saying that everything will be, all the face-to-face teaching will be postponed, I originally thought it was a joke. And then <laughs> everything is going to get, everything will be finished. And then on Monday, we're going to get an email saying that, oh, it was, it was a laugh we're having and that's not really taking place. Uh, especially that people in, in England, they're really still chilled about it. I mean, I yeah, barely were. saw anyone wearing a mask. Um, but then the funny part was that there were no, there was no more toilet paper in Tesco's. Yeah. So then that's what, that was the interesting part that I found it, I found it really, really hilarious. Um, but then it was kind of difficult after one week, once the courses have all moved, have been moved online. Because, well, I, I went to Asta just before I left because I left a week later after uh, uni was interrupted. I left for to go back home. Um, and then when I went to Asta to get some essentials for the, for the travel, um, I saw that in Asta there was no more meat, no more chicken, no more beef, absolutely yeah. nothing. And I was really worried what would, ha- would have happened if I would have stayed. Um, so then, yeah, I had to fly back home. It was, it was kind of, I was really worried about all of that because, well, being in a plane for four hours, well, three hours, uh, plus the coach to Heathrow and all the traveling needed to be done and it, being exposed in the airport is a pretty big risk at, in this pandemic. So then I was really worried about that. But then I was like wearing gloves. I was wearing a face mask. I was disinfecting on a regular basis. Um, and then uh, on terms of my courses, well, Easter holiday came, so then I haven't done anything over the holidays, uh, which also gave the university some time to adapt to the new teaching method. Um, so then after Easter was over, it was around like April, start of April, yeah. and I realized that we are having exams in a month. And I was so far behind with all the coursework that was I was supposed to do, especially in the lab sessions, because if Every week, we had lab work, and then uh, we'd have to complete that over the week. Even if we didn't finish during our session, we'd have to go back to the lab. And of course, that was not a possibility this time. So then... Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh no, he left! <laughs> or he got kicked! <laughs> I'm sure Radu will be back in a minute to... <laughs> to um... How was... How was finishing your year during lockdown, Frankie? Oh, he's back. Oh, there we go. Sorry, my 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 Chrome just turned off. Everything <laughs> everything just went off. Sorry there. Um, so then I will continue on uh, on what I started. Uh, so then I had because all of the samples from the lab work they've been moved online, and it's really difficult to look at a um, at a sediment sample, for example, because I'm studying engineering geology and just like analyze a sample through Mm. a computer that's really not possible at all so then and i feel like that actually was reflected in my uh, in my uh in my grade at the end but also i was quite i was quite happy because for some of my modules i'm not afraid to say that having done the exam uh from home in a period of two hours so then doing your exam and scanning your work uh, i feel i was more comfortable with that especially that the stress was just like taken off my, off my shoulders just because I was being, I was at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but then another, but however, on the other side of the story, I was really afraid of my Wi-Fi uh, 
going off. So then it was just like that constant stress that what happened, what just happened now, yeah. it would have happened in, a, in, my, in my exam. Um, but then, yeah, at the end of the, at the end of the, of the day, I was really quite grateful for the, for the whole pandemic thing because I got to stay home more. However, to be honest with you, as I said, when I first started, I thought that this will be over by the end of Easter break. So then I thought, because my flatmates were starting telling me how um, they were not planning on coming back until September. And I was like, okay, wait a minute, hold your horses. <laughs> we are in February and you tell me we're not coming back until September. As in, you're telling me you're going to stay home for seven months. And I could not imagine that. But then here we are, and we all stayed at home for seven months. Mm. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I find it really, like, like when I was, like, looking back at it, like, how unmotivated I was to do anything to do with uni was actually, like, it really happened. Like, we all got told that we'd be on this lockdown for three weeks. And then yeah. three weeks goes by and then it's another three weeks and another three weeks. And after that, like, second or third, more three weeks, I was just like, I can't be bothered anymore. Like, what's the point? Like, if you get what I mean. like. But then it wasn't until yeah. classic Frankie doing the last minute kind of thing um, <laughs> starts panicking that she's got an essay due tomorrow or today or whatever that I finally actually got it, like, bashed out and actually did okay surprisingly which whether they gave me yeah. pity marks because of covid <laughs> well it still worked in my favor uh well i know that the university was adopting uh this new policy which i i, I can't remember now how it was called but in a lot of uk universities introduced so then no, no detriment because no it wasn't a no like, detriment yes i about that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah i remember i was remember i was really disappointed when i found out the university was not um, was not applying a no detriment policy. Yeah, I think that was really uh, bad. They were like, it's not a no detriment, but it's a different thing. Like, it's basically the same yeah. thing, but we're just not calling it that. We're like, <laughs> okay. That email was really confusing. Really yeah, I was confusing. like, um, okay, well, that doesn't really help us at all, does it? <laughs> <laughs> and I was really mad at my friends who were in other universities because they got that no detriment yeah. policy and they were so, so they had so many advantages so, in that. So then um, it, I was really mad at that, to be honest. But then in the same time, uh, I know that the university kind of offered to support uh, to, to support the students who have been, who their grades have been affected by the pandemic. But then, of course, there was not no detriment policy we were all hoping for. How it affected it, though? Like, you might have just been really bad at that subject. Well, not necessarily, because if you look like, if you've done any assessments before lockdown and you have got like uh, a certain result, then you have expected for the next assessment to get something similar like that. But mm -hmm. in, of course, in my case, I haven't had uh, any modules, which I haven't had at least one, uh, one uh, assessment before the lockdown. So then I kind of knew where I was standing with each assessment, piece of assessment. See, another thing that annoyed me about the whole like lockdown thing was how um, students in GCSEs and A levels just got let off of their yes. exams yes, and coursework, and we're all sitting here like, that. what about us? Like, why can't we yeah. have our exams just like slashed and moved aside, and as if it doesn't matter? Like, 
why do we have to do this and we pay for ours as well like oh. yeah i know i know that for a level so for the people who have done the a levels this summer they originally got uh because of they're Boris's saying that they have to do them now but um they got a different result than what it's they because they for. do like mock tests and um like mm -hmm. in-class assessments where i don't know if not all subjects do it like me and anna we don't have in-class assessments or anything we just have our coursework or an exam um so they literally are solely based on those marks that we get for those but i know that like gcses and stuff had like practice tests and stuff like that so I, i'm guessing they went off of those but even then apparently they messed up with those marks as well but then for gcses uh well it's not really affecting anything because you're just going to college after that or yeah. doing your A-levels. But then your A-levels can really affect the university you're going to. Mm. And then there's a massive difference between, uh, let's say, two A's and a B mm. and three A's. I mean, th and that can affect someone's life. Yeah. I mean, literally about and someone's how life's going. Yeah. Yeah. But then we have to, we have to, we have to adapt. That's what, what, that's what I'm going to say every time I'm finishing the talk. <laughs> we have to adapt. adapt. <laughs> just Live and learn. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, so do you guys prefer in-person or online lessons? Um, I prefer in-person when they're after 11pm. 11am, um, sorry. <laughs> I like the cold because obviously there's not a lot to do of anymore so I like the fact that you should be leaving the house to do something but then I also kind of think it's a bit of an unnecessary risk to take like you're sat there with 20 other people that yeah. you don't live with and you, you're not in control of how that person chooses to spend their time or how careful they're being Yeah, I don't know, I, I kind of think it's slightly because I, I did an online seminar and it worked perfectly fine. Like it, it was really it was pretty much the same as any old seminar you'd have anyway. So I, I, but I, I do like the fact that you it's not completely online because obviously you need that human interaction to stay sane. But yeah. I, know, I think it might... I don't know how long it will last because it's potentially a bit more of a risk than it kind of needs to be you know what i mean yeah i think also like going on your point about um going in a room where you have no idea who where anyone has been and stuff like i know that last tuesday i was sat in my lesson on my own because that's where i choose to sit i always choose to sit like on my own um yeah. and i know that one person in that class then had to self-isolate two days later because they had been in contact with someone that had tested positive. Like, yeah, I know that because I, I know her from our French, my friendship group and stuff. So I'm glad I didn't go and choose to sit next to her in a way, because then obviously that does put me at risk. And then my house and we've already had enough scares in my house as it is like, <laughs> we don't need any more. <laughs> but, yeah, um, it just yeah. seems a bit, it's very risky, risky doesn't it? Like you, you've just got to stick to the rules and make sure you're going the one-way system, wearing your mask, hand sanitizing your hands. But even like, like when I was in the seminar, they've obviously got the ticks on the tables as to where you can sit. Yeah. 
So you wrote kind of the normal sort of size desk, but they're saying that it's okay for two people to sit on them. Yeah. Like there's a tick on the on the side, and then there's a tick just on the end. Just for their chair to be turned round at the end. <laughs> I know it almost like it's just like. It's because just, um, they're saying that we only have to be one meter away, rather than two. Yeah, I still don't even know if that's one meter though. Yeah, I don't know. It, it seems, it seems I'll, br- I'll take close. I'll take my meter stick with me next time. <laughs> Measure it out. Yeah, take, take that. <laughs> well, I think I I know that it's more than one meter. It's like one meter and. 30 centimeters if we were leave. both sat at the end then fair enough but it's yeah. the fact that it's if like if there's something that. about not facing each other because then if any, if your mask isn't like if your mask isn't medical grade or whatever it is yeah. called like obviously particles and stuff can still get through but if you were sat opposite each other there's more kind of risk of coming into contact i guess i don't know yeah i mean um well, to be honest, I really like the place, the, the the format that we have to sit where the ticks are. I just love that. And I feel like that, personally, I feel really, uh, I feel that the university is actually caring about our safety. Yeah. So mm. I'm quite happy with that. Well, if they didn't, they'd also be breaking the law, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. I'm, yeah. I'm glad they have that temperature screen thing. That's quite cool. Oh, yeah, that's mm. I'm like, oh, what's my temperature I mean, I was today? Expecting, <laughs> I was expecting to have, I, I like, every place in, literally every place in the UK to have one, especially, like, going to Pesco's or going to a shop, I would expect it. But then that's not, that's not really all. That's not every kind of case. Yeah. It might have been yeah, it is, given I them suppose. by the government or something, just to be like, here's your... But then like, even, like, if you'd have one employee... Uh, with one of those temperature guns, as I call them. I don't know how they're called. I mean, they're like yeah. thermometers pointing at the gun at your head to take your temperature. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just want to clarify, yeah, temperature, temperature, not real gun. <laughs> temperature, temperature. Disclaimer. How hot you are. <laughs> um, so then one of those is kind of cheap. It's like 20 pounds. So then having an employee scanning your temperature every time you go into a shop, I don't feel like that'll be a financial effort that the companies would have to make. So then I would feel more safe if all the shops or all of the places having activities inside would have one of those temperature scanning instruments. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about the hand sanitizing stations? Because I hate them. I like that the hand sanitizer, this hand sanitizer in the first place is very high quality. Mm. I mean, it smells really clean and it feels clean. It's a high like quality how hand sanitizer. They disperse it. Well, it's, yeah. Yeah. That's, like that. What's wrong about that? No, yeah. I'm just like, give me a bit of gel and then let me rub it in myself. Don't like spray it and make, like, I don't know. It just makes me feel like, ugh, I've just been, like, sprayed with, like, Dettol on my hand. Yeah. You get well, I, mean. I don't know what to say about that. I feel kind of comfortable with that. But Fair I also enough. have my hand sanitizer. I have my gel hand sanitizer with me everywhere. So then, uh... Was I'm that courtesy of Red Life? No, no. Oh. <laughs> Fair no. enough. I have my own... I know we all got the B... The B-E-E or P-P-P... E, well, I don't know how it's called. 
the package with the face masks and the hand sanitizers, but then I have my own hand sanitizers as well. But then every time, I'm, every time, even though if I'm, well, I'm not really using cash anymore, but even when I'm using cash, uh, I'm just like hand sanitizing myself. Mm. Uh, because I, I, I read some an, a report back in uh, April saying that, uh, well, money, the notes, are the biggest spread of the coronavirus. Yeah. Everyone touched them. So then starting from then on, I think I haven't seen a £10 note in like seven months. So then I'm always paying my card. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Moving on because we're going to run out of time if we keep talking. Um, I'm just going to... How are you finding uh, learning from home? I guess we kind of already like covered this. Like we don't mind it kind of thing. And But what struggles do you find? with it like i said mine's the motivation to actually do it yeah i would agree to that as well like especially for say like me and anna there like half half of everyone's like lectures and stuff are scheduled on their timetable where ours isn't like we've got to do it ourselves we've got to find that motivation to be like okay right let's do the lecture right now and write up the notes and stuff where I wish I got, like, given a time, <laughs> like, at two o'clock yeah, on Thursday, do do it yeah. then. And I'll be like, okay, that's cool, I can do it then. And then we can all do it together rather than me trying to, like, find the time and to do it myself. Or I'm just lazy and just don't want to do it <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean... I think as well, like, if you, if you have, you know, if you... Previously, if you'd gone to a lecture and it was really horrible and you didn't understand anything and you just were having a bit of a bad day with it, you could kind of leave it in that building yeah. and kind of go home and that be your sort of, not safe space because oh, yeah, a lecture, yeah. like, it's not a big deal, but like, you, you can kind of forget about it, whereas that, that work is now in your room as well, unless you have a separate study or you do a dining table or something like it's it's very much everything is done in the same sort of space that's very bougie if you have like a your own little study in your house <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay well um i guess we'll move on to tips for learning from home um do you two remember the order we're going in <laughs> yeah Okay. Uh, number three. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, Ruddy, do you want to start off? Um, yeah. I mean, we're still going to start with, I believe, with the suggestions we got on Instagram. Please yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. No, you are correct. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, so then Becky suggested that we don't have, don't do work in bed, separate, separate work and rest. Personally, I find that's a really good advice because, well, what you can't work in bed. I mean, that's, that's not going to work. Uh, then Sophie suggested drink enough water, stay hydrated. And then if you need a break, take a break. And also make sure you get fresh air. You need to go off for a walk or a cycle or whatever. Just meeting with some friends outside, that's really good advice, personally. Mm-hmm. Um um, Anna, do you want to wanna... <laughs> <laughs> do, do the next one? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Joe on Instagram um, suggested the 
Pomodoro technique, which I actually googled because I was like, oh. Yeah, I, I had to. I googled how to pronounce it because I was like, I don't want to say it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you said so, it correctly, by the way. By the looks of it, um, you kind of set a timer for twenty-five minutes, and you delegate a task to do within that twenty-five minutes. Um, once that twenty-five minutes is up, you take a five-minute break. Um, kind of, I don't know what you you could maybe go outside for five minutes or get a drink or a snack, whatever, and then you do. Is it four to to get you up to the hour? But then that's. I don't know. It says and then repeat these two more times, but repeat it however many. Two I guess to that's four an times. hour and a half in total with yeah. like the five minute breaks as after, well. After you've done that, take a longer break, sort of twenty to half an hour, and then if you've still got tasks left to do, yeah, then set yourself another twenty five minute timer and just keep going through it like that with the five minute breaks in between. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, that is a good one. Uh, Radu, do you want to do Lily's suggestion? All right then. Yeah, because originally I was I was kind of confused about the way we're gonna go. So then it's that's fine. Kind of, you oh, said my one earlier, then... but it's fine. <laughs> I'll do the right, I'll do just, the ones that I haven't just added. Not listening to any of the I rules know. today, is he? I am oh. listening to the rules. Well, I'm sorry. I was here from the he start. He just gets too excited and just carries yeah. on and <laughs> eager to say all of the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got me. Um, so then we have Lily suggesting the app Flora that when you don't use your phone for an hour while studying, it plants a tree. Personally, I have I had no idea about this app, but then I googled it because personally I couldn't believe it's true. But then apparently it's legit. And then this app Flora uh, is actually planting trees for every every hour you don't stay on your phone so then th there you are you're being environmentally friendly yeah so this that one was uh, working for yourself yeah that one was actually suggested by lily my housemate um because i went to the library with her once and she kept on telling me off for being on my phone and so because i'm such, i'm like a big like eco-friendly like save the planet save the animals kind of thing person um she was like you need to get this app flora which you then set a timer for how long you want to like not be on on your phone and for every hour that you do it then plants a tree and so i was like oh my god okay so i did like 25 minutes did that and then i had like a five minute phone break i guess then another <laughs> 25 minutes and stuff like that so um yeah i i had to, i literally was like lily what's that app called i forgot <laughs> and then she told me so yeah um and then we have two other suggestions from um some rlas actually um, so Siobhan had said, um, do color coding mind maps. Um, so take a theme or, a, and mind map everything related to that theme on a big A4 slash A3 paper, depending upon how much content there is. So she said it's super helpful for, um, subjects that have many topics. So that are interconnected. So, um, mind maps are actually really helpful. I do quite a lot of mind maps too. And then um, Bradley also said, if you are able to go to a different environment whilst you're learning, so do so the library or a coffee shop, etc. Um, obviously, this can be quite difficult for people that are isolating or shielding. Um, but yeah, like Becky said, just maybe not do it in your bed. Go sit in your living room or at your dining table kind of thing. And just so it's not 
And also, I'm that type of person that likes to go to bed with a cold bed. And so you warm up in it, but if you're sat in it the whole day, then it's already warm and it's yeah, warm. so true. I'm the same person. <laughs> I mean, the people, people like that, people liking that kind of stuff with the bed being the bed sheets really cold when you go with bed. Uh, those are really rare people. So then I'm wow. quite glad I'm, I'm quite glad we found that out about you. <laughs> I think all three of us were like it. Anna's <laughs> yeah, face lit up when I said it too. <laughs> I just feel like grubby when I work in bed as well like it, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't make going to bed at the end of the day feel like yeah. see I'm that person yeah. that Exciting. can nap I can nap whenever I want and so, half the time I'll just be like doing something and I'll just fall asleep so if I'm in a comfy position <laughs> in bed doing my essay I will fall asleep <laughs> so yeah. yeah it's good to get up and out um, of it and even if you don't do anything else for the day just get up make your bed and that's it you've done something for that day You've made your bed. Yeah, and then your your handwriting. Speaking about essays, writing essays in bed. Imagine how uh, bad your handwriting would look if you're literally writing in bed. I mean, personally, when I'm when I'm every time I'm writing in bed, even like a small sentence, it just looks like I've written it with my feet. Mm. I mean, it's absolutely it's absolutely bad. So yeah. Okay. Well. Um, I also found a quite an, a good website called um, webanywhere.co.uk and they have like a whole section of all these tips and tricks and techniques that they think is um, useful for um, studying or learning from home. Um, I picked out, how many did I pick out? Seven out of about 25 because I thought we'd be here all day if we said all 25. Um, so... <laughs> One by one, Radu, um, we are going to go through yes. them. <laughs> um, starting with you, Anna. <laughs> um, okay, so first one is to create the perfect studying environment. So try um, different studying areas that are quiet, comfortable and free from distractions. Yeah, so even if, um, if one you try one and it doesn't work, try a different area. See if that works. If that doesn't, try another one. Just find the perfect way for you to study. Like I know Lily that I live with, she can't do any studying in her room because she just gets so distracted. So she will be downstairs in the living room. But then she'll also ask us to be a little bit more quieter for when she's doing it. And we have to we'll respect that because we know she can't study in her room. So I think it's just finding the perfect balance as well. Um, Radu, do you want to do just the one next one? Yeah, yeah well, I got to that for the first time. So thank you for giving me a heads up and a reminder. Uh, I just get excited when I'm doing this. It's these, okay, uh, it's okay. I appreciate the enthusiasm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys you guys listening to us on Spotify, I wish you could see our faces just seeing us smile. Uh, so yeah, another, another, another tip that we're having is to stay organized. And that involves an academic planner to keep track of your assignments, homework, or deadlines. Make sure you have access to all your learning materials to make the best out of your education experience. Mm -hmm. That also... Frankly, back to you. Oh, thank you. Um, (laughs) So the next one would be uh, manage your time. So plan how much time you want to spend studying um, and set yourself realistic deadlines. Um, So literally, if you have a topic, you can study it for two hours or an hour. 
and then plant a tree and you've already planted a tree there you go that, that's rewarding <laughs> Two trees if you do, do, uh... exactly that's rewarding as well maybe not for yourself but for the planet it's rewarding <laughs> so yeah um anna next one got a big one there a big one here brace yourselves <laughs> um, it's also a good idea to communicate with your peers and teachers um so engaging with your peers on social media um for asking questions and sharing your thoughts and resources or if you need to collaborate on different projects as well um and often i think people are scared to kind of approach lecturers and teachers and stuff but yeah. they're 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 obviously always more than happy to answer questions and help you with your understanding so i think people need to to do that more yeah sometimes i feel like people think they're gonna if they're gonna ask a question it's gonna be one of those really stupid or like obvious answered ones i think that is me to be honest yeah i think so too (laughs) um i mean i mean to be honest to be honest all of people asking themselves that they should keep in mind that they're actually paying a lot of money to be here so Mm. then they shouldn't be afraid to ask any questions. I mean, personally, I, I'm asking a lot of questions every time I'm having, well, not a lot of stupid questions. I'm, I'm trying to filter this out. Uh, but yeah. then just like uh, making, to clarifying everything that is to be clarified. Yeah, it also might be one of those questions that um, if you like ask in front of a class or in, I don't know if all subjects have it, but we have like a, um, oh, Anna, what's it called? like a the comments bit on moodle um like forum a, forum yeah we have like a forum that someone can ask a question and it'd be anon- anonymous if they want it to um but it could be a question that everyone else is wondering as well but they're also afraid to ask so it's never a sh- uh, what's that saying no question is ever a stupid question or something i don't know i've just made that up who knows um <laughs> Radu, do you want to do the next one? Of course I want. I always want to do things. <laughs> um, Alright, so another tip is turn your notes into flashcards. A lot of people feel comfortable to use paper index cards or try some online resources. I know there are a lot of websites for creating flashcards, uh, even mobile apps, uh, which can be really handy to access. Uh, they're really useful uh, when you're studying for an assignment or an exam or even coursework, for example, just to get into your head that yeah. key information, which is really, really hard to understand. Also, personally, I find flashcards really easy to deal with, especially if you are on the train, for example, and you are with a friend or you can even ask a stranger to just like yeah. uh, listen to what you've you've memorized. I mean, they so might think you're a bit weird a really if you ask. A stranger? <laughs> well, if a stranger who likes to do well in assignments. <laughs> well, I know that so um, <laughs> when me and Anna were in first year, we did like a, it's kind of like a public speaking um, like module. And I know that flashcards were my best friends in that because I would forget everything that I'd have to say. Mm. Um yeah, every time it's the same for me. Every time I'm giving out a speech or having a toast, um, I have flashcards. So then, just in case I don't remember, I don't, I forget. It just like goes blank sometimes. So yeah, really good tip to have. Um. So the next one would be to take a break. 
Um, so for every hour that you study, you should always take a, at least a 15 minute break um, to do something that um, takes your mind away from the studying. For example, you could go for a walk, listen to some music, play a game, chat with your friends, or even take a nap like I would. <laughs> Hello, Anna, again. How was your little... <laughs> Sorry, like, my internet... I'm, I'm now connected to my hotspot because my internet cut out. Sorry. Oh, fab. <laughs> we love that. <laughs> Look at that technical issues of, of destroying our yes. podcast here. Well, you've, you've just joined <laughs> at the perfect moment because you're on to the last one. Oh, per- what, re- reward yourself? Yeah, yeah, reward yourself. We are rewarding yeah. you with this tip. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so... Um, positive reinforcement is a great tool for staying motivated. Reward yourself in small ways after completing tasks. So treat yourself to having your favourite snack or watching a movie or playing your favourite computer game, whatever keeps you going to kind of feel refreshed and then start the whole process over again, basically. How do you guys reward yourselves when you finish a task? Food, I think. Really? I think so, yeah. I know it's quite bad, but I reward myself with five minutes on Facebook. That's I know I shouldn't be doing that. That's not bad, five minutes? No, because like, no, like a lot of people uh, told me that, well, on the end of break time, you shouldn't be spending your time on a phone because then you're actually wasting your energy mm. and it just like, yeah. it makes you really tired. But then I just love staying on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. And checking yeah. what people are I, posting. Yeah. I like to get myself a snack and then watch something. See, I, w- I went for a phase. I, I went for a phase when we were doing like our coursework or essay, whatever, writing, um, where I was like a really big reader and I'd be like, damn it, I can't read my book at the moment, even though I'm really enjoying it because I have a. Um, like an essay to do and so every time I used to do like 200 words or something I'd reward myself with reading a chapter of my book oh that's so cute I think that's a really good idea though but it also not, like stimulates still, your gra- brain and you're still stuff. keeping your brain yeah mm. so yeah that's maybe I'll start doing that that's my thing like I'm, I'm a really big reader like I read on my um on my kindle app because I physically wouldn't know where to put any book in this room but um, so I'm always on like some sort of screen, but I think that's a, a good one as well. Like to actually like take your eyes off of a screen because you're constantly staring at one doing an essay. But if you um, like you said, go downstairs and get like food or something, you're actually away from a screen and not constantly looking at one. If you if that makes sense. So, yeah. I think that's a good one. When when you take your breaks or reward yourself to do something that isn't looking at a screen. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any other tips that may not have been mentioned? I feel like a lot of uh, the stuff that we had in mind have already been said. So. Yeah. And we don't want really want to be repetitive in this. So. Yeah. Um, my Perhaps tip would be. My tip would be to um, do your own technique, find the technique that works for you kind of thing. So I know that like if me, Anna, and we have another friend um, who we always do work with, 
if I did my technique as one of theirs, I'd be like probably a bit slower or it just might not work for me. Where if I found my own one and I do it at my own pace and my own time, like in my own way, then I know that I will get it done. Like I always get my essays done, but it won't be on the t same time scale as what Anna gets hers done kind of thing. Anna, Anna gives herself at least three days before she submits it. <laughs> I give myself at least three hours before I submit it. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't be condoning this. Do your work early. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I say like I do think... your do your own technique, your own do it at your own pace, it in your own time, kind of thing. Uh, another advice so because people... sorry for that. Anna, go on, please. Thanks. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes, I insist. insist. Okay, you insist. <laughs> I'm... I was just going to say, I think so many people kind of, like, rush. Well, they don't rush, but they, they try and cram so much work in. They spend hours and hours and hours yeah. on this same thing, yeah. and it's just so not productive to do that. Like, if you feel yourself switching off, take yourself. I know we said take breaks, but you you kind of, if that Pomodoro thing... If 25 minutes is even too, you know, too long for you, then you don't have to do 25 minutes. You do 20 minutes, you do 15 minutes. Like, I think so many people overload themselves and they don't take any breaks at all. And then everything that you're kind of taking in is just going straight back out again because your brain physically can't yeah. cope looking at screen or reading a book or anything like that for much longer, so... Yeah, yeah 100%. do you actually take breaks rather than just scheduling them in actually make sure you go and take them because that's how you get the most out of what you're trying to do yeah that's a very good advice to be honest um another another speaking about advices another one that just came to my mind um is that i, I recommend to everyone getting an ad blocker uh for your computer because for example um let's say that you are doing your some shopping online and then you're looking for a pair of shoes and then the google uh, algorithm apparently just keeps on showing you ads for that one pair of shoes for shoes yeah. so then every time you go on youtube for example or go on google that the suggested ads are on that kind mm. of shoes or the products all of that and you usually get distracted to just go on their website and not necessarily buy them but then just like browsing browsing around so yeah. then personally, I yeah. have a YouTube destruction free, um, well, it's an extension to the micro, which I have, but then uh, I really recommend that to absolutely everyone listening to us on Spotify. Yeah, I'd also, another one would be like to remove your distractions. So I know like last year, my housemate Elliot would get, uh, he just wouldn't do his work until he like did some sort of game on uh, playstation or something so in the end we removed his playstation so he couldn't do it uh so he couldn't use it so <laughs> i'd say remove your distractions even if it's like just giving it to a housemate until the end of the day or until you've done 400 500 300 200 100 words or whatever amount like just it's i think i don't know about that flora one whether it actually like means you can't actually get into your phone until that time's up but no you can you it can, just stops the time yeah because you can get apps I, i'm pretty sure that actually like Stop don't let you from working, get yeah. into your phone which 
sounds quite serious, but... Or even just give your phone to a housemate or literally yeah. put it in your bag zipped up, like, <laughs> do something put like that. Put it on that. Do Not Disturb as well. Yeah. Because yeah. when you hear the vibration, you like, oh, I should check Oh, what's that? Like, and then you're, then you're you sitting there it. thinking about it for like five minutes, be like, oh my God. Who is that? Is yeah. that my mum? Is that my dad? Um, is it an emergency? Oh my god! Yeah, what if I need to answer them? <laughs> but no, you go on and it's like I don't know. Um, I can't. Think an of email one. from a ASOS yeah. or something. <laughs> I was gonna say a new match on Tinder. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Might well, be quite important for some people. To be fair, I had an email the other day saying that I was about to be them, So, oh well. <laughs> Um, right, not Tinder. We're not talking about Tinder. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> turned into something completely different. Sorry. <laughs> Any other tips? <laughs> Maybe uh, set a schedule. Set a schedule for when you're doing your learning from home. Like, be like, I am going to do my online lectures at this time every single week or... Like, instead of them setting your timetable, you set your timetable, I guess. Yeah. But. I'd also recommend for all of the students having part-time jobs uh, to make sure they balance their uh, work with their studies so then they don't sacrifice on, on their uni. Yeah. So then, yeah. Especially uh, around exam time. And coursework, submission dates. Yeah, it's like I have a friend um, who just got a promotion at work where she's now a a manager, a type of manager in New Look in Southampton. Um, and so she is now working there at about 30 hours a week. And then she has uni. Oh, my God. Yeah, then she has uni, which is all online, luckily. So she hasn't got to come into uni and like it's like pre-recorded stuff so she can do it in her own free time but then she also has um she's also made her own started her own business over the summer so she's also got that to run and do and i'm just like i don't know how you do it i genuinely i said what he literally said to her yesterday we don't know how she done it i feel like busier people kind of are often more productive you know what i mean Mm. like because because you have only like an hour lunch break or something, you're like, well, I have no choice but to get this done. Whereas when you've got kind oh, of your whole week, time, yeah. you're like, I want yeah, to I see what you're saying. Do it tomorrow, and then you're like, I'm, it's now. Oh God, it's days, tomorrow. I'm still not done. <laughs> yeah. And whereas when you've got a lot to do, you you're better at kind of putting things in in order yeah. and kind of making sure you get stuff done because you, you literally don't have a choice because there's no other time for you to do it. But I'm not saying, you know, overload yourself with job and things like that, but... Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I feel like you've also got to have those days where you just don't do anything as well or you will burn yourself out. Um, like you have your relaxing days or do something that you find fun and relaxing yeah. that's not anything to do with uni or essays or online lectures or stuff like that so i think you've just got to manage your time as much as you can to fit in everything that you've got to do each week um whether that be uni related or work related or friend related or i guess um 
so yeah, I just say like have like actually have days off, or you will burn mm. yourself out to the point where you just can't be bothered to do anything else, or I don't know, you have a breakdown, I guess. <laughs> Worst case, <story>. my life. <laughs> Jokes, joking. Everyone that's listening, if you're listening, who knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> anything else? <laughs> No, I don't think well, so. Well, Radu, because you've um you love to um speak, I guess um and get very excited about the Res Life podcast. Would you like to sign us out this week? I've never let anyone sign us out, but you can. Well, thank you. Like. I feel I feel it's really so honoured. Uh, I feel I literally I genuinely feel honoured. Won't be uh, happening again, for, but for you this should. Opportunity. Um, so yeah, thank you, Frankie and Anna, for joining us. In the same time, thank you to all of our listeners on Spotify and all of our followers on the Facebook page UOP Rest Life and our Instagram UOP Rest Life and UOP Rest Life Radio. Um, thank you for always being with us, and uh, thank you for joining us in the first place every time we have one of those uh, one of these events. And then also a little quote of the week, which I like to give out, is that you're, uh, oh, that, is that no one is perfect. That's why pencils have erasers. Thank wow. you for being with us. <laughs> <laughs> well done, oh guys. Um, yeah, bye, everyone. Say bye, Anna. Thank you, bye. Frankie and Anna, and <laughs> see you next time. See you next week for Thanks, our Halloween Freddy. special. Woo! <laughs> bye.